Welcome to Nigeria Daily. I am Lilian Ogazi. One of the issues that for long have proved to be a hard nut to crack in northern Nigeria is the roaming of the streets by children, popularly known as Almajiri. Government as well as organizations have made attempts of proffered suggestions as to the best way to attempt to solve the problem including reforms that would lead to the integration of the Almajiri system into the formal education system. Among the latest to make an attempt to reform the system is a non-governmental organization in Kanu, the KDC Foundation, which is calling for a standard curriculum for Sangaya schools in the state. What exactly do they mean by standardizing the Sangaya school curriculum and how can that be achieved? Bilkisu Ahmed puts this question to the director of the KDC Foundation, Mr. Khalifa Usman. What we mean by that is at the heart of achieving a comprehensive and sustainable Almajrichi reform is there has to be a standard, integrated and strictly skill-based curriculum and operational guidelines. Because that is what will guide the operations of the Sangaya schools. And that is what will enable the Malams, you know, to improve the standard of their teaching and learning. And also to be able to compete with their counterparts in formal schools. Okay, so by saying to compete with their counterparts, are they mm. trying to bring in formal education into the Sangaya schools also? By That is why you are trying to bring in curriculums as well. Exactly, exactly. That's why we say the curriculum has to be integrated, meaning there has to be elements of basic uh, mainstream education. And it has to also be skill-based, so there has to be elements of both vocational skills and life skills. Okay, so they're going to be teaching them hand-in-hand with the Islamic teachings? Absolutely, absolutely. So what other things are you planning on doing? Because you made mention of building and structures. Mm, Exactly. That is the aspect of the guidelines. Because even if you develop the best curriculum in the world, it has to be implemented in the schools. And then if the schools are not running on some functional guidelines, then your curriculum will not make any impact. That is why we brought out six guidelines we are proposing to government and stakeholders uh, and we are going to try them out in 60 Sangaya schools in the northern states so that we can see their impact. So that is when I mentioned the first guideline being standardization of building structure and facilities. So that is when I made mention of uh, ensuring that there are basic amenities. When we say building structure, we don't mean building structure like that of formal schools. Mm. We don't mean having tall buildings or massive classrooms with computer rooms and staff room. Mm. That is not sustainable. We believe what is sustainable is being able to identify basic amenities and provide them in those Sangaya schools, or rather help the Malams to be able to provide them in the schools so that they conform to the guidelines. We are talking about provision of uh, you know covering so that they are not exposed to rain mm. or any extreme weather condition. In Al-Majority reform, affordability is key to sustainability. If you want to do something that will be sustained, it has to be affordable by the by the community. Okay, but for and, that means for, for now, this your foundation is the one providing all this? 
Amenities. Exactly. We'll support. Yes, we'll support, support the Sangaya schools to meet the guidelines. We are going to take 10 schools in each of the six pilot states. That is a total of 60 schools across the northern region, which we are going to help directly to meet these guidelines so that we can work with them over a period of one year. Okay. So that is the first. So yeah. This, these states, which states and which states are you talking about? Yes, Kano State, Jigawa. Kasena, Zamfara, Sokwatu, and Niger states. Okay. So uh, are you working hand in hand with the government to provide all this and to make this happen? Yes, absolutely. Governments are the policy makers. So we have to we have actually been working with them since when we started and we are still working with them. Integrated and skill-based uh, learning opportunities to those Almajris in the Sangaya schools. Because you cannot uh, uh, just restrict them to, to Quranic memorization. They have to be educated, meaning they have to know, you know, the meaning of the Holy Quran, and they have to know basic fichuhu, for example, how to worship. So that is on the education part. They also have to know basic literacy, basic numeracy, civic education, mm. you know, the skills, basic science and technology, you know. So, so th- that is the education part. You are educating them. And the empowerment part is the vocational skills development programs in the Sangaya schools. Let us be solving our problems in those Sangaya schools, you know, because we have young people there which, if given the right learning and skills development opportunities, they are going to, you know, uh, be productive members of the society. So I think that is what we mean by educating and empowering and, of course, liberating them because they are facing a lot of exploitation and, you know, they are so vulnerable Mm. that they are not, we feel they are not liberated. So by liberating them, we we mean they are also going to become humans, you know, That was Khalifa Usman, the director of the KDC Foundation. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this episode and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcast, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. We will be going on a short break. Do stay. www.delitrust.com That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow, could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership dailytrust.com now. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen in or download our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcast. Tune in radio and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. We're talking about the standardization of Sangaya education. What really is Sangaya education? To throw more light on that, we have Mohammed Ibn al Hassan, 
Director of Planning, Research and Statistics, Kano State Quran and Islamia Schools Management Board. So first and foremost, Al-Majri system of education, as you, as you are aware, mm. is a system of education that is purely Islamic, mm. in which all the Islamic subjects were taught in it. And mostly the basic concept is that of teaching the Holy Quran. What we used to see as beggars in the street and relate them as Al-Majri is not a right term to name them. What you see as beggar is quite different from Al-Majri. Al-Majri is someone who is seeking knowledge of the Quran. And he's just, uh, you know, seeking what to eat and go back to his place of destination to study. That mm-hmm. is called Sangaya or Quranic school or, uh, or any shelter that is for study of the Holy Quran. So do not regard someone related to begging in the street as all Almajris. Were you able to attend an Almajri school? Yeah. So was it mixed with Western, normal Western education as well? That's Western education and the study of the Quran in your time? Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't mixed at all. It was just recently that uh, integration came in. For example, when we conducted census in Kano said we have 13,696 centers, and out of which we have about more, more than 5,000 of them are Quranic and, uh, you know, Sangha schools. Okay. But only few of these, can, I can say, that are having integration. So one of the greatest challenges, these centers have suffered a great neglect. Our government is no longer, you know, putting in the best to get them. That is why the numbers has to stay there without maybe good welfare. I think the government is in the process of integrating them. Out of that 1,000, to say we can integrate maybe uh, 10% of these uh, centers every year, mm-hmm. we could have reached a situation whereby they are all integrated. They can be part of the public uh, you know, school or voluntary schools or community schools. Okay. Uh, studying Quran at the same time also uh, integrated with the core subjects that one can end up having maybe primary school or secondary school obtaining any of the institution certificates. Okay, so what what by what I understand now is that previously, since it was pure Quran and Islamic education, were you able to acquire other certificates after you're done with that, especially if you intend to study it fully? If you are if you intend to study fully Quran, hundred percent Quran. That's way back then before it became integrated. Ah uh, no 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 no! You cannot have that opportunity because purely uh, is Quran, Holy Quran, the study of Holy Quran. Okay. It's just of recent that the integration came in. Uh, it's around 1980s or thereabout that integration started. So currently now, what is happening in Kano State? What are they doing to um, implement the full integration, especially for their curriculum and the standard of education for children of the Amajuri schools there in Kano State? Uh, uh, the government under the uh, leadership of His Excellency, the Executive Governor of Kano State, is committed to that. For first of all, in 2015, the, this board was established. Okay. And all the Qurani and Islamia schools were under us. And it is our mandate that we should all register them to know where they are, what type of subjects are they teaching. Currently now, the government has set in this machinery in motion. That is the Kwanisa Qurani and Islamia Schools Management Board. We have reviewed the curriculum before we are having different type of curricula, teaching different perspectives. Um, we harmonize it and we take it to government for review by National Board of Arabic and Islamic education and vice. Okay. After they review that uh, curricula, then we are expecting that the harmonized or the standard curricula 
will now be in place, used and produced by kind of state government. And we are in it and it will be very, it will be very soon in, in practice. Okay, so with this new implementation, we're going to see students who are going to have their full Quran knowledge and also have Western education and have the opportunity to further in any field they right. want to. Right, very, very right. You are very, very right. We are planning to have those that are fully having, uh, you know, studying Quran mm-hmm. as a major. And then uh, alongside with it, there are core subjects and some vocational subjects attached to it. What is that misconception you really would want to clear regarding our merger? What happened is that whenever there is poverty and there is uh, over-rural drift, one may be in the Quranic education, but uh, you may end up having more number. Majority of those that are maybe recruited, not even part of the of the Almagiri system at all. But being that they are of the same age category, we label them as criminals. Mm. But an Almagiri is always after seeking knowledge. Even that begging that you see, there are a specific period of time that when they beg, it's because of no food that they can take to eat. But they are good people, good ambassadors of the nation, potential leaders, if they can be give, uh, given the opportunity to operate. So I believe yeah. with this new integration, the opportunity is laid there, right there before them. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are models of this that have started in 1980s okay. to date. Do you know that they have graduated uh, lawyers, they have graduated doctors, like that of the Gwanid Anzarga Islamia Tafiz Quran, Institute for for Tafiz Quran, and and general studies. They have graduated many of their graduates, some are doctors, some are uh, medical doctors, some are are baristas. Do you understand? Yes, that's from this new integration of. From the new integration, you memorize the whole Quran, Mm -hmm. and then also. Alongside with it now, you have it maybe you are now you are, yeah you are now a professional. Everybody must come in to support this system of integration and also to to have a welfare for this our almajris and the alaramas that is the teachers that are teaching this uh, young pupils. That was Mohammed Ibn Al Hassan, director of planning, research, and statistics from the Kanu State Quran and Islamia Management Board. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production, and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or on bossprouts.com. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola. You can listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Now, if you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. Better still, you can send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. I am Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.